Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 82 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to give you 15 running hacks on how to make running easier and reignite the spark. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey runners and welcome to episode 82 my name is letty and i am here with ryan and we come here weekly to give you information about how to make your running life better and have fun with it basically isn't that what we do yeah so if you're new Welcome, and I hope that you stick with us for a little while. We do have some uh, good information for you guys. So today we're going to talk about 15 random running hacks on how to make your running more enjoyable. So we want to start with number one. These are in no particular order, just the way we thought them up. Yes, no particular order, and I'm going to start with my number one, and that is run before your brain figures out what you're doing. So if you dread running in the morning... You're already running by the time you think about what you're doing? Pretty much, because most of the time we love running, but we mostly love the feeling that we get after we're done running, because the run itself is still kind of hard, no matter how long you've been running. So if you run really early, the logic or my logic behind this is that you're not quite awake yet, everything is ready, you know, you lay your clothes out beforehand and all that stuff, and then you just run, and by the time you're kind of really awake, (laughs) the run is done. Yeah, that's a good one. So, Ryan, what is one of your tips? Uh, mine is to accessorize. So, like, um, getting things that make it more fun, whether it be, like, a music player, watches, garments, shoes, clothes. It's fun that a lot of people like to have little gadgets or things, and then it can make your run more enjoyable, too. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about putting on a bunch of bling. So, what does that do when you accessorize? Not not necklaces you? and jewelry and... <laughs> If you buy stuff too, sometimes it makes you want to use them. Try them out. Okay, I can see that. So what's your next one, Letty? So I would say, and this is for people that run hot, is to freeze a water bottle because a lot of people like drinking cold water on their runs. And the way of having that cold water during your long runs is to freeze a water bottle. And then by the time you get to a certain amount of miles, that water will have melted because you're carrying it and it's still cold though. So nice icy cold water while you're running. Yes. Do you like that? I would. It's, you know, wintertime right now. I mean, Florida is always warm, but... It's 72 degrees right most now. Most people probably are not thinking about ice cold water right now when they're running, but... Yeah, yeah. So that's a summer tip, I guess. All right. So one I thought of is have someone drop you off. So like, figure out how far you want to go and drop off at that distance and then run back to wherever your car is or your home is. Because then you're kind of forced to finish the run. And plus, it's less mundane, maybe, if you're not repeating the same spot or 
mentally, I think it's less of a hurdle because you're just going back to where you started instead of repeat, like going over their same tracks. I love that one. We do that a lot whenever Sometimes. one of us um, has the running shoes with them. Sometimes we plan it too. It's, it is kind of nice because it's a new route and there's really no other way home unless you want to take an Uber. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so your next one? So one of my next ones is to plan a reward after your run. And that could be um, breakfast with friends after your run or anything like that. So then you look forward to your run and then you look forward to finishing that run and having that little reward of hanging out with people that you're close to and run with. I really like that one. I like when you had good exercise is to have a good meal or something. It's just nice. Food goes down better. Mm-hmm. So Ryan, what's your next one? Oh, um, so my next one would be like do the hard part of the run first. So if you have like the ability to do an uphill run before the downhill run, I like that. Like we have a run in California to Inspiration Point and it's all pretty much 98% uphill on the way there and then all downhill on the way back. And I love that because... It's like wherever you're at, you can always, if you felt like it, you can always turn around and it's easier on the way back. Yes. And I agree with that in particular because of the hill being hard and then you get the view and that's kind of your reward. And then you get a nice downhill run back. That's nice. Yeah. The, down, the run back is always much quicker. Yes. Yes. I agree with that one. You're next. All right. So my next one would be to run easy on your easy days and hard on your hard days. And the main idea is that you're supposed to be polarizing your run to have them be more efficient. So when you have a hard run, you're supposed to give it your all. And then the easy runs, it doesn't really matter if you're running one minute slower than your goal pace or two, you're going to get the same benefits. Yeah, I think if you have an easy run day you know sometimes it, uh, you know hard runs can be difficult you know they, they can be challenging mentally and physically so if you have an easy day it's almost like a walk you know it's like oh it's my morning walk but you're running <laughs> yeah and it supposedly helps there's a lot, of, a lot of science behind it and hopefully we can get a guest on there that truly explains everything about that and engaging slow twitch muscles and all that stuff i've been reading it'd be really cool to have a podcast on that i think part of it too is like you know you're conditioning your body in multiple ways right so if you only do hard runs all the time you know you're stressing your body a lot but if you do short runs you're strengthening your body in ways your bones your muscles tendons everything else but you're not overstressing them so they're better prepared for their next fast run Interesting. You do like hard runs all the time. You know, people end up developing stress fractures or tendonitis or tendinopathy or, you know, other things. So if you do some easy runs, you know, it helps to strengthen it to prepare for the more difficult stuff. I think it's worthy of a full episode. I completely agree that there's so many different benefits that we're not even mentioning from from what you just said and the whole fast twitch, slow twitch muscle. So let's try to find a guest. So what is your next one? Oh, my next one kind of goes along with the accessorizing stuff, which is, um, you know, listen to music or podcasts or books or something else that you enjoy that doesn't require your, you know, that, that you can do while you're running, I should say. It increases the enjoyment of it potentially, because if you're listening to something you enjoy, also it distracts you from, you know, the physical strain and the, the apprehension to, to doing whatever your exercise you're doing. 
So all those things kind of factor in, I think. So what do you listen to when you're running? I don't. <laughs> oh, maybe you should. You'd squeeze out longer runs than three-mile runs. Possibly, right. So when I run fast, I listen to um, Mark Anthony radio station on Pandora. Uh, because, I don't know, I kind of like the Latino music salsa type of beat. It's kind of faster and it makes me go harder. And then on my slow runs, I like to catch up on podcasts and... Um, I guess Christmas music these days. Please don't hate me. Well, Christmas music started for you in October, but I kind of phase it in. Yeah. <laughs> when does when does Christmas music stop for you? Oh, it stops on the twenty fifth of December. Really? Yeah, abruptly. You don't like to go past Christmas? No, I don't like any of that tree and all that stuff up afterwards. It kind of annoys me because I'm like, Christmas is over. Bring on the warm weather. Yeah, it's good. you get a while before the warm weather comes, but. When we talk about warm weather, we mean hot weather. But anyway, so my next one on the list is to find a good mantra to keep you going. And I think that applies to a lot of people daily, but for me, mostly for races, where you tell yourself a sentence over and over again, and it helps you stay motivated. What was your mantra for the last race? One of them was be in the mile, which... When you get tired and fatigued during a marathon, your thoughts kind of drift off and it helped me refocus on what I'm doing and to stay with the pace that I was doing in that very mile while I was running it. And I feel like it really helped. I'm not a big mantra person, but... I know. <laughs> but whatever works for you, right? That's right. That's the whole thing. So what's the next thing that works for you? So I say, see how smooth that was. Yeah, I, I'd say um, I like to run with other people, like run with friends and stuff, because it's enjoyable. You can have conversation. You can also be committed. So if you feel like somebody, you know, you told somebody you would go run with them, you kind of feel obligated to go do it more so than if you were by yourself. It's much easier to just say, "Yeah, I'm not going to do the run." But if you had told somebody you're going and they're going to meet you there. Most people, hopefully, would feel, you know, bad if they didn't show up. <laughs> I know some people that have no problem flaking. Some people, some people aren't, yeah. Most people, I think, you know, are more courteous of the other person's time and want to show up. Well, especially if the other person shows up at five o'clock in the morning and you know it's hard for everybody to get up that early. You make other people get up at five o'clock, but you sleep in, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> you have some opinion on that? No. <laughs> Past experience, I should say? No, no, that? I'm just saying in general. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the point is that committing it to with other people, I think, helps too. And and it makes your whole run more enjoyable because you get to have conversation, maybe have that breakfast with them afterwards or, or dinner, whatever time you run. Lunch? Never know. You might be wanting to run at lunch up north now. Here is still morning time's nice. Your next one is? So my next one kind of goes along with yours. It's uh, immerse yourself in the running community. And I'm going to say not just your local friends. I'm also going to say there's some amazing online communities. For instance, a lot of people have Instagrams that are running specific and also Facebook group, which is a good time to pitch our Facebook group, the Speed Striders 
And all that does is to keep you more engaged, motivated. You see other people struggling through their push-ups. We have a push-up challenge going on right now. And it makes you want to participate and kind of stick with the routines. You see lots of people not complaining about their winter runs. And it makes us get out of the door and also do our runs. And so I feel like that whole sense of community really helps um, not just motivate you for your daily run, but also keeps you in that community where you identify as a runner. Yeah, a lot of the running communities are good. I mean, they're all inclusive of a lot of different things. Yes, absolutely. So, Ryan, what is one of your next ones? Um, if you have, like, long runs, but try to break them up into multiple runs. So, like, if you had a 10-mile run, you could run 5 in the morning and 5 in the evening or something. It makes it less onerous than 10 at a time. That may not work for everyone with their training programs or time or availability, whatever. But... I feel like that can make it seem a lot less and you still get a good mile miles in. Yeah, I was just talking to the head coach of the LA Marathon and he was saying that you can do that with your long, easy runs. You can split them up so you can do an AM, PM run and you essentially get the same benefits. That is nice. I mean, you could even do that without having it like split between the whole day. But, you know, I know with inspiration point that we ran in california like you can run up and you kind of sit and enjoy the the top for a while and relax and you let people catch up which goes along with our last one and then you run back down and so even a short split up is kind of nice yeah i agree what's your next one so my next tip is to not do all of your races for PRs. Maybe you can do a race that is your PR where you really dive in and try to do the best you can. And then perhaps another one where you pace someone or just do one for fun, do one with friends. I think that takes a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves off of us because in the end, running is just our hobby and keeps us involved in running. I think it's good not to make it every race is serious, you know, have to PR race you you do well with enjoying races sometimes where you say oh I'm just gonna stop and take pictures along the way I like the area I like the you know environment so I think those are kind of neat too your coach would not say that though he would totally disagree <laughs> why are you running unless you're you're going for a PR <laughs> well that was in essence though my last experience with Boston I was injured there was no way I could go fast again. So it was kind of nice to have that pressure off of you and just run for fun and just for, you know, everything else that the race has. I know it's it's hard. It worked well because I did a hard race right before that, which was Berlin. So I didn't feel that bad about just kind of jogging Boston. So anyway, so what is your last tip? Well, mine kind of goes along with the other one, splitting it up, I guess, in a way. But like plan water stops along along your trip if you can. Or just, yeah, spot stops for drinks or whatever. So it's like, uh, then you potentially, for me, I don't like carrying a lot of stuff. So then you can carry less things. And then also it gives you something to look forward to. So it's kind of neat. You could be like grocery store or just a water fountain or anything like that. So you stop, get yourself some water, have a little break, and then you keep going. Yeah, that does make it nice. And you don't have to carry the water yourself, which is kind of annoying anyway. Can be. So those are some good tips, Ryan. And um, to add to those, we asked the question in our running group. We asked, what is your number one running tip or hack to make your run easier? And we have some comments. 
So Mona Mia said, For all those who use a metric system, on long runs, I always measure the distance in miles instead of kilometers. It feels easier and shorter in the head. Makes sense. I like that. Tricking yourself. I like that one. Trickery with your own head. So Joseph says, Running around the lake or trails where you see people walking or running. So Mara says... Put my clothing out the night before. That was one of ours. Vary my routes to keep it interesting and do long runs with friends. So she kind of had similar things to what we said. Yeah, we're not that original, I guess. So Ashley says long runs out and back because that way you have no choice but to finish. That kind of goes along the same lines as what you were saying with being dropped off somewhere. Then Martha says is to have a good playlist or podcast to listen to for your water bottle the night before. Marty says I do out and back. So if you go out, you got to get back. <laughs> There have been many times where I wanted to call for a ride, but I always run home. Yeah, and I think um, I think that's so true too. Because like, you don't if you if you don't plan it ahead of time, you feel like, well, I'm just going to go a shorter distance. But if you get out to a point and you have to come back, you usually do it, and it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, that's a that's a good tip. Um, I'm gonna kind of. See through these because there's a lot of them that are repetitive. Vicky says, run some miles in the dark because the miles go by faster. I 100% agree with that because summer running in our neighborhood really kind of becomes redundant. And if it's dark, you really don't see it. So Thomas said, basically he's saying he's never thought of after his run, I wish I didn't run. Very, very true. It's true. That's yeah. And that's a. If you just get it done with, you always enjoy it afterwards. And that kind of goes with what you were saying earlier is we're trying to trick ourselves into doing the run because we never really regret it afterwards. Yes. And there's a few tips along that line, and those are kind of more mental tips. Um, Abdur Rahman says exactly that same thing. He says, remind himself that he hates running and it's going to be suffering yet rewarding at the end. And he says, embrace the pain, basically. Sarah says, leave the watch at home, focus on how you feel. And I'm going to say a couple more. Matt says, chew some gum. Hmm. What do you think about chewing gum during your run? I can't breathe when I chew gum. I can chew gum. I like the other one too. Is I, leave, I usually leave a lot of stuff at home. I just like to go out and enjoy the run. Yeah. And then Patrick says, run with friends. Carol says when it's really tough, she says to herself, be comfortable with being uncomfortable and read David Goggins' books. Have you heard of David Goggins' books? No. All right. That's your Christmas present. That's where I'm going to leave it. And a um, couple more. Wes. We like Wes. He's a friend here. <laughs> Wes says, run early morning before it gets warm. Run with friends. Keep you motivated. It makes time go by fast. And run with music. On my solely easy runs. Yeah, it's basically a lot of the stuff that we said. Yeah. Marcus likes to um, run to Billy Idol's Rebel. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I said, like Marcus. Which Marcus is he said, <laughs> my jam? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alejandro said, upper body. Most coaches and athletes look at the legs as if these were the cause of the problem. Upper body control and strength. We can control our legs and respond in a much more efficient manner. I agree. I think that, um, yeah, you should definitely exercise i mean if you're just a runner sometimes you neglect other muscle groups and other things letty yeah. letty included definitely <laughs> i'm part of the problem and i have to agree with alejandro because he participated in the sit-up um, in the push-up challenge and i've seen him do his push-ups so um i want to be like him i gotta do some push-ups <laughs> 
Tanya said, "Run with friends in bouncy shoes." I like that. <laughs> bouncy shoes. I haven't. I, I'm getting onto the bouncy shoes trend. I guess I just got some somewhat bouncy shoes. And do you love them? I, I don't know. I'm getting used to them. They feel better after after a little while. Maybe I'm breaking them in. I don't know. Well, Tanya was in Boston with me, and she let me try her Alpha Fly bouncy shoes. And the next day, I went to the Nike store and got a pair for myself. So I think that's why she wrote that. Maybe my shoes aren't even bouncy enough. Oh, you gotta, you gotta see the light, right? <laughs> anyway, we're not sponsored by Nike, so we're gonna stop talking about them until they pay us. <laughs> until they pay us? No, you talk about anything. <laughs> and I think that pretty much wraps it up. Oh, Janine says, gently stretch and warm up. I have to second that just because I'm nursing an injury and those gentle stretches really help. But I think we've got a pretty good um, amount of running tips here. What do you think? Yeah. And a lot of them repeat. So it seems like a lot of people, and we kind of just thought up ours, you know, before looking at a lot of the comments, but it seems like a lot of people had had similar ideas. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, it was kind of neat to look at the comments afterwards. But thank you guys for participating. And thank you guys, if you're still around listening, for listening to us. Hopefully, some of the tips were helpful. And if you have any more tips that you want to send us, you can send us a message. Or just share it on the community so other people can read it. Yes. Running Community is called the Speed Striders on Facebook. So that's a wrap that follows the Christmas trend. Because everyone's wrapping presents right now. Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) My non-funny pun. Yep, that's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.